everyone. My name is Maria Thomas, and I work for Allianz Research, the global team of economists, strategists, sector advisors, and foresight experts of the Allianz Group, led by Ludovic Subron. Welcome to Tomorrow, a podcast where we'll be talking about our latest analyses of economic and capital market developments, as well as our views on trends affecting risk management. Let's get started. 2022 was expected to be another bumper year for the insurance industry, but the invasion of Ukraine has dashed those hopes. In this episode, we discover how it could have far-reaching consequences for the global risk landscape with Arna Holzhausen, Head of Insurance, Wealth and Trends Research, and Patricia Pelayo-Romero, expert in insurance and ESG. Hello, Arna and Patricia. Welcome to the podcast. Hi, Maria. Hi, Maria. Thank you for having us. So can you first maybe tell us how the insurance industry fared in 2021? Yes. In 2021, strong economic tailwinds, rising risk awareness, and record high savings boosted by booming markets made it a good year for the insurance industry. Insurers worldwide collected almost 4.2 trillion euros in premiums. Um, It was 5.1% more than the year before. Um, life insurance premiums uh, year-on-year grew by 4.4%, and we saw an even stronger uh, PNC premiums growth by 6.3% when compared to 2020. Nonetheless, what made 2021 really remarkable is the composition of premium growth. More than two-thirds were generated in Western Europe and North America, with the U.S. market alone accounting for half of this increase. This is a testament to the extraordinary recovery of the U.S. economy after the COVID-19 crisis. Thus, 2021 represents an unusual end to the past decade in which global premium growth was much lower, um, around 3.6 per year on average. And it was mostly driven by Asia, which accounted for 40% of all additional premiums, more than half of them written in China. As a consequence, China's global market share doubled to 12%. And so how has your outlook for 2022 changed with the invasion of Ukraine? Before Russia's invasion of Ukraine, uh, 2022 was supposed, or we expected it to be another bumper year for the insurance industry. After the events in February this year, um, those hopes were dashed. Premium income is likely to grow by roughly one percentage point slower than we originally assumed as the war takes uh, takes its toll on economic activity and consumer confidence, even as inflation supports uh, top-line growth. Um, Overall, we now expect global premium income to grow by a nominal 4.8 in 2022, with life and PNC premiums developing almost in step, uh, 4.9% growth for life and 4.6% growth for PNC. Um, This is not an impressive uh, figure considered against a backdrop of a global inflation rate of 6.2 that we expect this year. Okay. Um, And I think... Looking beyond that, you also write in the report that the Ukraine war is going to have some far-reaching consequences for the global risk landscape as well, right? Maybe you can tell us more about that? 
Yeah, for sure, Maria. I mean, there's so many consequences and ramifications from this Ukraine war. You see the looming food crisis, the record high inflation and energy scarcity. But I think one thing we would like to pinpoint here is the changing nature, the changing phase of globalization. Because true, I mean, the, the era of hyper-globalization probably or a li very likely ended already some years ago with the trade wars by uh, then U.S. President Mr. Trump. But now I think everything is really politicized. I mean, we see that there is no longer this logic of pure private sector projects, be it a factory in Asia or be it a pipeline to Africa. Everything is political right now. And strategic thinking is really called for. And that means first and foremost that we have to reduce our one-sided dependencies. There's this is not only applies to, to energy and commodities, but also think of technology, think of markets. I mean, there are many, many companies here in Europe, but especially also in Germany that are really dependent on the Chinese consumer. This has also to be addressed. And this will, over time, evolve in a new configuration of supply chain. We will see a new global division of labor, and this will take really time. And there are risks and opportunities, winners and losers. And I would here in particular mention is a business model of many emerging markets, because in the past, not only in insurance, but also in other industry, the rising global middle classes was one of the growth drivers for our businesses. And this was built on the business model that you have cheap but relatively well-educated labor for manufacturing. Many emerging markets have these workbenches for the rest of the world, for the uh, developed world. This is no longer true. That will no longer work because we see this reconfiguration of supply chain. We see digitalization. We see greener transformation. So it will be a lot more difficult in future to find these corners, these pockets of growth around the globe. So how does that translate into your outlook for the next decade? As um, Arne mentioned, there are great uncertainties, but um, despite these uncertainties, we are not too pessimistic about the long term or the more distant future. Um, after all, these uncertainties are precisely the breeding ground for uh, rising risk awareness. Um, and they reinforce the impact of the two megatrends um, that will impact uh, insurance markets, um, climate change and demographic change, uh, which will continue to be the main drivers of uh, demand for risk protection. As we um, live longer, we have to make provisions for uh, that longer life expectancy. And as um, climate change continues to impact our day-to-day -day lives, we need to continue to hedge against those risks. Overall, we expect annual growth of 4.8% uh, over the next 10 years, 4.9% um, for live, and 4.6% for PNC, uh, which corresponds to an increase in premium income of 67% or um, 2.8 trillion by 2032 of which just under 1.8 trillion euros will be generated by the life segment and uh, just over 1 trillion uh, by the PNC segment. So we expect um, this uh, demographic change to truly impact um, the growth in life insurance premiums. So what does this mean for the insurance industry overall? What would you say insurers need to keep in mind, you know, going into the next decade? 
Well, there are good news and bad news. As Patricia said, I mean, one thing is clear. There will be enough demand for risk protection, no doubt about it. But the other thing is also that risks are getting bigger and bigger. You see it with the global pandemics. You see the climate crisis. You see cyber attacks. So in the next coming years, there's a question of insurability and then closely related to it, the question of affordability that gets more and more important and more and more urgent by the day. And this is really something the industry has to address. We have to find new and innovative sol solutions to these newer and bigger risks, because otherwise many of these risks will remain uninsurable and the consequence will be in the end that the state has to assume these risks as seen by the COVID-19 pandemic, for example. So that means to stay relevant, not only in economic terms, but also in social terms, we have to get answers to that, to these new and rising risks. And the good thing again here is that we have already the tools available. We have these new technologies. We have this data-driven uh, underwriting. We have artificial intelligence, for example. So in future, many, many more risks may be insurable. Again, risks that are today deemed to be too big to be insured. So there's a lot of technology, technologically driven change already happening, taking place. But I think even more important is that we also focus on the concepts of prevention and mitigation. That's very important. So it's not only that the industry, industry, the insurance industry is just about pricing and transferring risk. We have also really to change outcomes. It's not enough to simply indemnify uh, financial losses after the fact. We have to make sure that these risks do not materialize in the first place, prevention, mitigation. We have to find as an industry a role in this pivot to sustainability by really incentivizing changing outcomes. That's the future of insurance. All right. Thank you very much, Arna and Patricia. Speak to you next time. Thank you so much for listening. You can find the full report we just spoke about on our website. We'll leave a link in the show notes. If you'd like to discover more of our research, you can also follow the Ludonomics newsletter on LinkedIn. We'll leave a link down below for that too. If you like the podcast, please send it to any of your friends who might like it too, and leave us a rating and a review. We'd love to hear your feedback. In the meantime, stay tuned for the next episode.